Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. All right, we come your way on this Wednesday evening, uh, what would normally be tax day. It's not. you got a couple more months to pay the government. you got until July to pay them if you want, so uh, you don't have to worry about it today. Hey, they might even be giving you money right now. Uh, but here we are on the 15th day of April, waiting to see which way this goes. Uh, you see the reports say that uh, captains of industry told the president, well, you need a lot more testing before you open the country. Hey, everyone's been screaming that for five weeks. I mean, where has everybody been? I mean, I, I got tired of saying it. I mean, I just because every doctor you listened to or read about, any expert that you clicked onto anywhere said the same thing. Until there's massive testing, nobody's going anywhere. And now you're hearing that, and it's like almost like, oh, now, oh, wow, we got to do it. Well, we got to wait for this testing stuff to get going, you know, before we haven't tested anybody. So it's going to, I hope that doesn't slow everything up a lot. I mean, who knows? Well, who knows? I, I've given up waiting to hear stuff. You know what? I don't even watch these things anymore, you know, that because they're so political, it's ridiculous. And number two, I'm not learning anything anymore. I, I can look at the screen and find out how many people, unfortunately, died today, and it's still going to be a staggering number. I can see how many more people got the, uh, the virus today, and that's still going to be a staggering number. And then they can tell me when they're going to open the country up because you know what? You don't learn anything else this stuff. All it is is taking shots at the other side, and I'm tired of it. I really am. More important tonight that you take out and realize that today is uh, the 15th of April, and in 1947 – Jackie Robinson trotted out to first base for the Brooklyn Dodgers in a game the Dodgers won over the Boston uh, team 12-6. If you ever saw the movie 42, pop it in tonight with your kids. If your kids have never seen the movie 42, pop it in tonight and watch it with them. And you can see uh, a guy who changed America through sports. There are not many people, not that many, who changed America through sports, but he did. He did. What he did was that important what he did was that big it changed everything it really did it was an enormous culturally it was an enormous feat an incredibly uh heroic feat he took an incredible amount of abuse he was a terrific athlete he was probably a better athlete than he was a baseball player and he was a really good baseball player Uh, but he was a great athlete as you know, track star, football player, uh, and not a guy who didn't have an edge to him. You know, he, you know, people said he got picked because he didn't have an edge to him. He had an edge to him. 
But, you know, the old Branch Rickey, you know, I don't want somebody who has the guts to fight back. I want somebody who has the guts not to fight back. That was the statement. I mean, that, that's, that's the big statement in the movie. I want somebody who's got the guts to take the abuse and not fight back, take it and understand he's got to take it and just make his play do his talking for him. And obviously, uh, with the help of guys who made a huge difference, guys who were unsung heroes like Ralph Branca, who was great to Jackie Robinson, guys like that. Uh, but, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, watch it. Watch it. Watch 42. It's well done. And, you know, it's a movie you can watch with your kids. You can tell them about what it's about. And obviously, uh, from 8 to 80, they can sit down and watch that tonight. you got time. I can't tell you to watch Ozark. I just told Ronnie Darling a couple minutes ago about watching Ozark because that's not for your kids. It is good, but it's not for your kids. It's, got, it's a little edgy. And I, as I was saying to Ron when he was on just a couple minutes ago, there are some women on, characters on that show who are the nastiest women that you just you don't want to meet, led by that Darlene, Darlene Snell. Man, oh, boy, who poisoned her husband. She was tough. The best line... Of the whole thing. There's pain that uses you and there's pain you use. You got the good kind. That's That was a, one of the great lines. Great, well-written show. Very good show. I'm watching Homeland this year because I've always watched Homeland, but it's done, you know. When shows come back because they've been so successful and they can't pass up the money to come and do them another year, they get tired, though, and Homeland's tired. It's got a couple more episodes left. We've got to get it over with, but it was a great show in its prime. It was an unbelievable show, and now it's not anymore. But it'll get finished. And then you got the Bulls coming up this weekend, and I'll tell you, I'm not a big... I saw Michael Jordan play as a freshman. I saw him play as a sophomore live. I saw him play as a junior live. I could see what an incredible talent he was. I've never been part of the Jordan craze, um, but I loved the Bulls. I loved watching the Bulls play. I loved when we used to go to Chicago and during the playoffs. I loved watching that team. And what I loved about them more than anything else was the way they played defense. And the especially the Jordan, Pippen, Rodman teams. Because you had three guys there who had such great, different talents. I mean, Jordan was this player who clearly one of the greatest players who ever lived. To argue him and Will Chamberlain and him and Bill Russell is stupid. It's stupid to even start it. So why even bother? I saw someone do a list today because they were promoting that and they were they put Seth Curry in the top 10 players of all time and not Bill Russell. Please, don't insult me. Don't insult somebody with that list. But that's okay. People who, you know, think the last, if you, don't, if you didn't play in the last 10 years, you're not, you can't make the list. I mean, so, uh, you know. But Jordan had such unique skills. He, had, he first of all, he had a iron will. He was as ferocious a competitor as anybody I've ever seen in any sport, anywhere. He was a killer. 
And, you know, he was going to make his last shot. That's just what he was going to do. He was going to make it. No matter, I don't care if he was, you know, 18 for 20 or 18 for 80, he was going to make his last shot. But you had in Pippen an exquisite player who was a point forward who would handle the ball, who was oversized at the guard position and was a shutdown defender the likes of which the league has never seen in space. And it is, in my mind, the second best defender who's ever played in the NBA behind Bill Russell. And the best defender in space we've ever seen. Then you had Rodman, who was this tireless inside rebounder and lock-up defensive player who was tireless. These guys, among the three of them, they didn't. Among the three of them, they never got tired. They could play forty-eight minutes apiece, all three of them, and they would play both ends of the floor. And then they could go ride on the bike for an hour. They didn't have two percent body fat among the three of them. I mean, they were unbelievable. They really were, and I, I loved watching them play. Loved watching them play. So I'll be fascinated by that. And I liked the last three better than the first three. I mean, we can all get into why he left. And, and the reasons why he left. And you know what? There's enough conspiracy to fill that, that, that building many times over for that, just like there is now as to how the, you know, you, you ever see how many people have sent you things telling you how the uh, virus started? From it being that uh, China sent it in retaliation for the tariffs or uh, it has to do with 5G and, and, and I can give you 20 others too. I mean, you're just so tired of reading them and seeing them and people presenting with you these crazy theories. You know, uh, same thing with Jordan and why he left the NBA. There's like so many theories. It's unbelievable. Um, some of them might make a little sense, but who knows? Bottom line is, he had three years with one team and then three years with another team. And in those six years, he went 6-0 and in the finals. And they were teams that played both ways. In an era where you had to play both ways and where the game is a completely different game than it is now. Because you were allowed to play defense on the perimeter. And now you can't breathe on a perimeter player. You, can't even, you cannot even brush a perimeter player now. No less touch him. No less hand check them. No less push them. I mean, forget it. So it is a completely different game right now. I mean, that, it doesn't even resemble the game that they played. But it'll be fascinating to watch because they were like rock stars. They really were. And that madhouse on Madison. Dog and I would go every year to the playoffs. We'd go there. And we loved going there. We loved doing the games there. And they were, they were great. I mean, those games were such shows. And that place rocked like they said it was louder for hockey. I was never in there for a hockey playoff game. But I was in there for a ton of basketball games against the Knicks and then NBA final games. Doug and I went to the Sun Series one year. We went another year to the Utah Series. Um, Seattle. I mean, we saw everybody. And uh, those games were unbelievable. So I look forward to that. I think it starts Sunday night. They're promoting the heck out of it. ESPN needs it. So ESPN is going to have that Jordan thing. Well, that bull thing. It really is more than just a Jordan thing. It's a bull thing. And they're going to have that, uh, have the NBA draft. Where today's rumor is that John Gruden's going to blow the whole draft up and get the quarterback he wants. I don't think he's got the ammo to do it. I don't think he can. Now, the other rumor now is that uh, the Dolphins are going to take uh, Herbert instead of two of his injuries. You know, 
We'll see. I can understand them worrying about uh, whether Tua is going to be brittle or not. That's a fair thing to worry about. I don't think there's any question about talent among the two players. Um, I think Tua's got a chance to be a Hall of Fame quarterback if he's healthy. I don't know if he's going to be healthy, though. I think it's a fair thing to bring up. He's had a lot of injuries. He's got an incredible amount of talent. He's a leader, and he is as deadly accurate as a quarterback can be. And he's got all the best qualities that a Breeze or a Wilson have, and he's very much in that, very much in that vein. Montana, Wilson, Breeze, those kind of guys. Deadly, deadly accurate. It'll be fun to see how that unfolds. So we got the draft stuff on this 15th day of uh, April. So if you were worried about coming up with some uh, scratch for the IRS, you don't have to worry about it until uh, July. And if you weren't worried about it, well, that's okay. You won't worry about it. If you were worried about it, you don't have to worry about it again until July. Who knows what July will bring? We'll have to wait and see. All right, Casamigos Tequila, as always, brings you the program brought to you by those who drank it. We'll be with you for another 10 minutes till 6.30. Susan and John have a Yankee win for you tonight. Hey, what do you think? You're going to show you, going to replay Yankee loss for you? Come on. Yeah, no way. And on the Yankee win for you tonight. So the good old days when the Yankees win. I look up at the screen now. I see uh, that they, from the White House, they have Sonny Perdue up there now, the Secretary of Agriculture, who just a minute ago just said this. Okay? If you're sick and you're working... Go home. Okay, this is five weeks into the pandemic, and you put the Secretary of Agriculture up there to tell the people that if you don't feel well, go home? (laughs) Five weeks into the pandemic? That's what we're getting now? We're getting Sonny Perdue telling us if you don't feel well, okay, go home. Get off the line. This is about packaged food. Get off the line and go home. Got it. Thanks for that. That's a valuable piece of five weeks into this pandemic. Okay. 600,000 cases later, 30,000 dead. And he's going to tell us, if you don't feel well, go home. Get off the line. Put that chicken down. Get off the line and go home. I'll tell you, he's no Orville Freeman. Okay. None of you out there know who Orville Freeman is, do you? Orville Freeman was JFK's Secretary of Agriculture. How do I know that? Because I'm a JFK nerd. That's how I know that, okay? That's, that's how I know that. No one else in their right mind would know that. Um, here's what Fachi said. I'm going to bring this up today because the rock star of the pandemic basically spoke about sports and about baseball, and here's what he said. He said that the only way there's going to be professional sports this summer in America is by holding events without fans in attendance. He said there's a way of doing it. Nobody comes to the stadium. Put the players in hotels, wherever you want to play, Keep them, we- keep them well surveilled. Have them tested every single week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family. Now, listen, this is the number one. He's a nice man, and he's the number one infectious doctor in the world. 
number one doctor for you know infectious disease in a, in the world, number one expert. Where did where did Dr. Fauci think the players stayed before the pandemic in Winnebago's? I mean, they always stayed in hotels. So what do you mean put the players in hotels? Where does he think they stayed? Does he think they slept on the bus? I mean, listen, I understand the idea that we're not going to be in a position to have fans in attendance and have them closely gathered at the ballpark. That's the headline. But the hotel stuff with the players, I don't get. Where does he think does where does he think players stayed? Put them in hotels. What the heck, where the heck do you think they've been playing staying all these years? See, we're getting goofy now. That's the problem. We're getting goofy. These guys get up there every night and they repeat themselves. Even Fonchi now, who's the number one guy for infectious disease in the world, he's now repeating himself. Because they have nothing new to tell you because they've reached an impasse. They want to open the country up. There's too many people still dying. And they don't know how to open the country up because everyone's telling them the only way to open up is to test. And they, don't, they can't test. So they can't open the country up. I saw two studies today. Somebody sent me a copy of them. I can't quote them because I, he said I wasn't supposed to have them. Okay? So... One of the guys wanted to test 20 million people a week. How are you going to do that? We've tested less than 2 million people in five weeks. How are we going to test 20 million people a week? But when I turn it on, I get Sonny Purdue. I mean, uh, I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch, you know, a movie. And then you get, well, what we're going to do is we're going to map out the country, okay? And where there's no cases, we're going to open the country up. Great, except one thing. Where there's no cases, there's no economy. So, yes, we're going to fling, we are going to fling Montana wide open and Wyoming wide open. I can't even bring the Dakotas into it because that pork plant had 600 cases at the one plant. Which is why Sonny Purdue's up there telling you if you don't feel well, go home. Because that plant, that pork company in, uh, in the Dakotas had 600 cases in the one plant. I mean, you got to be kidding me with this stuff. See, now you're not getting anything new at all because they have nothing new to tell you. And the idea, okay, you got Fonchi's up there now who's now opining on baseball and is acting like players being in hotels or something new. Well, put the players in hotels. Doc, excuse me. I know you've been basically in a lab your whole life, but where do you think the players have been, been staying all these years? And they don't have their families with them in the hotels anyway when they're on the road. What are you talking about? So, I mean, you got him a little out of his depth right now. 
And then you got Sonny Perdue comes up there and tells you, basically, you don't feel, we'll go home. That's in response to the pork plant where 600 people came up with the virus. We are just, uh, you know, I hate to say it. We're starting to look like the Keystone Cops. Everybody wants to reopen this thing. Right now, nobody has a plan to reopen it. Andrew today gave you this whole thing about building a bridge to the new normal and all this stuff, and he's giving you the bridge, and then he starts telling you how he built, rebuilt the Tappan Zee Bridge. Like that has something to do with what we're doing right now. We rebuilt the Tappan Zee Bridge. Andrew, you can rebuild the Tappan Zee Bridge 50 times. And it will be easier every time than trying to get this economy restarted without a drug that can make people feel comfortable. Because here's the bottom line. People are not going to go back to any place where they're crowded with other people until they feel there's some way for them to get the virus and be made whole again which means there's a vaccine that makes everybody feel confident or there's a therapeutic that works when I get it. Other than that, you're not going to have anybody at ball games. You might not even have players wanting to play. You're not going to have anybody at Broadway plays or concerts or jammed into restaurants or in movie theaters or in elevators. And how are we going to send everybody back into our economy in a city like New York and try to keep everybody six feet apart? What are we going to do? Have people? Can you imagine rush hour and everybody six feet apart on Fifth Avenue? They'd be here to Massachusetts. What you're getting now is a lot of press conferences with a lot of talk and no plans. Because they don't have a plan because they don't have any tests. And how are they going to test everybody? And this idea of testing and then mapping from everybody, which means I get tested positive and they go to me. Who goes to me? First of all, no one knows. You're going to hire people? You're going to hire Dick Tracy to come knock on my door and say, okay, tell me everybody you've been in contact with in the last 30 days. And what, you're going to go track them all down? (laughs) I mean, are we serious? We are at an impasse. We want to reopen. We just don't know how. And they're afraid to throw the whole thing just wide open because if they do, they might not be able to control the virus. You know what? It's going to start to hurt your head, so take a couple of hours off from tonight. Listen to John and Susan. Yankees will win tonight, I promise. They might have a couple of rough innings before they do, but I promise no matter what game it is, they'll win by the end. I promise you. The win by the end. The good guys will come out, just like the old cowboy movies, the good guys will come out by the end. Okay? It'll happen. 6.30, Casamigos tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. Have a, a safe evening. Susan and John are next with the Yankee game. We'll see you tomorrow. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.